0: a common opinion that we learn more from failure than success. The wisdom of learning from failure is incontrovertible, says Harvard Business Review. Learning from failure fosters creativity and helps you become more resilient, according to another essay. When Thomas Edison was asked if he was disappointed with his lack of results finding a workable light bulb filament, he replied, I've gotten lots of results. I know several thousand things that won't work. Here though, The feel-good opinion is wrong. We generally don't learn more from failure than success. In cases where there is value in mistakes, failure is followed quickly by success rather than prolonged struggle. The reason is simple math. Success, failure, and information theory. That we generally learn more from success than failure is evident from the principles of information theory. Information theory was developed in the 1940s by mathematician Claude Shannon. The basic idea is that information is the reduction of uncertainty. Consider flipping a coin. Before I flip, there's an equal chance the outcome will be heads or tails. After the flip, I know only one of those results occurred. This halving of the uncertainty results in one bit of information that I didn't have before. The information gained from flipping a coin is symmetrical. Heads and tails are equally likely, so I learn the same amount from experiencing either event. This doesn't hold if one outcome is far more likely than another. If I try to open a 40-number combination lock with a random three-digit code, my chance of opening it is only 1 in 64,000. Failure here only reduces the space of possibilities by 1, hardly any information at all. In contrast, if I had opened the lock successfully, I would have eliminated all of the remaining uncertainty. In the combination lock example, success teaches you far, far more than failure. Running a business is a little bit like finding a combination that opens a lock. You need the right mixture of product, team, marketing, and customer needs to have a successful outcome. Failure is more likely than success. Most products and businesses underperform or are outright failures. Thus, you gain more information when you figure out what works when you find a hit than you do with a misfire. In contrast, failure can be highly instructive in some domains. Plane crashes happen fairly rarely, so when one does occur, much potential information can be gleaned about the source of the disaster. Our knowledge about piloting is so advanced that successful takeoffs and landings don't really reduce uncertainty by that much. Of course, this doesn't mean a pilot learns to fly by crashing a lot. When you start flying a plane, most of the settings of the controls would result in a crash if they were unfixed. It's simply that society as a whole benefits from thorough investigation of plane crashes because trained pilots rarely have such severe mistakes. Most domains of learning are like the novice pilot, entrepreneur, or combination lock. There are far fewer conditions that enable success than those that allow for failure. And thus learning what works imparts far more information than learning what doesn't work. Despite Edison's optimism, his learning process would have ended immediately if he had started with tungsten instead of trying out thousands of other materials that ultimately weren't very successful. Studies on productive failure and learning from mistakes find benefits to making errors when you are learning, if those mistakes are promptly corrected. When a successful example or corrective feedback immediately follows every failure, the information difference between success and failure is eliminated. Outside a classroom, though, failure is seldom followed by a lesson telling you exactly how you should have done it. What about emotions, though? Here, failure discourages effort. Now, perhaps you think I'm being too coolly rational in my analysis here. Don't emotions factor into learning as well? Isn't failure a great teacher emotionally, even if it doesn't provide informative lessons? Here, too, the boon of learning from failure is overstated. Failure is discouraging. Experiencing consistent failure lowers motivation. In extreme cases, it can lead to learned helplessness. and You stop even trying when success is plausible. Success, in contrast, is motivating. It builds self-efficacy and confidence, which are related to greater motivation in learning. If you experience success in early mathematics, it boosts your confidence when you are attempting higher mathematics, so you're more likely to persist when you experience setbacks. What about grit and perseverance? Well, they matter, but it's important not to confuse the right way to process failures persistence, with the idea that failure itself makes us better. Grit comes from the belief that despite current failures, success will be forthcoming. Where does such a belief come from? Well, I'd argue that it comes from a background of confidence, either from your own past successes or from witnessing or learning about other successes in a similar way. The idea that failure is inherently character building seems dubious to me. Repeated failure requires, but doesn't build, grit. It's experiencing success after persisting through failure that reinforces perseverance. Only taking on easy problems doesn't impart grit. But then again, neither does consistent failure on hard problems. It's taking on challenging problems and succeeding in them that matters. Overlearning from failures. All right, maybe you think I've missed the point. The point isn't that failure is inherently valuable, either emotionally or informatively, but that we can't always control when we experience failure, and thus we should adopt a positive attitude toward it. Well, in this case, I agree. Failure and mistakes are often unavoidable. To the extent that we can have a healthy attitude, yeah, I think it's important to lean towards perseverance and think about it that way although it is also the case that persisting in doomed projects is an underappreciated problem. However, there is another danger of advice like this. We can easily overlearn from failure. Many failures are like the combination lock example. The specific thing we tried didn't work. It could be Disastrous to infer after guessing 20, 12, 32 that the actual code doesn't contain any of those numbers or any even numbers or any middle, low, high sequence. Those lessons are overeager attempts to gain more information from the failure than is actually there. Similarly, we can easily overinfer from our circumstances when we experience a business failure, a lousy relationship, or a bad job the actual reasons for our failure may be specific. Yet we may extrapolate those to anything that resembles the original condition. A partner cheated on you, for instance, and that convinces you that all of partners that you might have are potentially unfaithful. In many cases, the healthy attitude to failure is to move on. Keep a mental note of any pattern surrounding your failed experience, sure, but don't expect definitive lessons about what works to emerge when success is relatively infrequent. Planning for success. Overall, we learn more from success than failure. Success is both more informative and motivating. When struggle is helpful, it tends to be followed by success. Of course, success isn't something we can guarantee. Our ignorance about what makes something successful is what makes success informative in the first place. Even so, we can take steps to build towards success. First, build successes in small increments. If you've never succeeded at a year-long project, try a month-long project. If your month-long project efforts have fizzled, try a weekend. If you've never written a book, start with an essay. If you haven't launched a company, try finding a single client. Two, pick challenges where success is likely but not certain. The 85% rule for learning suggests that we should aim at roughly five successes and one failure out of every six attempts. Now, the exact percentage is less critical than the suggestion that succeeding most of the time is our aim. If we're failing much more than this, our expectations are out of whack and our projects are too difficult or we just haven't gotten the training to do what we're attempting. Three, learn the hard lessons from others first. When failure is likely, begin by learning as much as you can about what works by studying others' successes. The more you understand the success pattern and what it looks like for a particular endeavor, the less you need to learn through trial and error. Four, when you do fail, keep moving. Catastrophic, unexpected failures do offer lessons for introspection, but run-of-the-mill failures often don't. Overinterpreting the lesson of failure can be just as bad or worse than not learning anything from it. When failure is the status quo, the best thing to do in the face of failure is just to keep trying. Experiencing failure can build some valuable character traits compassion, humility, gratitude. In this sense, failures are not wasted experiences, and when we do encounter them, it's probably best to see them in a positive light. But We should avoid exaggerating this silver lining into believing that the best path to success is a string of failures, especially when you can choose an alternative route. Thanks for listening to this episode. More episodes like this can be found by searching for Scott Young Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and on most other podcasting apps available on your smartphone. If you've enjoyed this episode, please consider rating my show as it helps other people find out about it. More of my work can be found on my website at scotthyoung.com.